Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Good Drop, where every other week or so we travel across the world to our favourite place that sells mystery things in brown paper bags and tastes these things in brown paper bags. Yes, that's right. It's time for another blind taste tester. This time, Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. The sweetest whiskey. These should be pretty sweet. It should be. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. So, find taste testers. These are fun. These are the mystery. Mystery is real. Mm, it is, and it's always interesting to find a brand that is a diamond in the rough, mm. which does frequently seem to happen during these blind taste tests, something we may not have otherwise tried, either because we'd have looked at it and gone, that can't possibly be worth what they're charging for it, or looked at it and gone, for what they're charging for it, it must be rubbish. Yeah. Or the the label looks mediocre, and so we, we pass it by, or... We think, on on the other end of the scale, we think, you know, that's expensive, so obviously it's good. Yeah, exactly. Because the blinder prevents us from judging a book by its cover, or in this case, judging a bottle by its label and bottle. Yeah, the bottle by its cover. Yes. So, <laughs> let's begin with the first one. Hmm. Let's. It's the one in the middle. In Which is now on the left. For for us, yeah. Because we rearranged it. Well, for me, on the left for me, on the right for you. Yep. And nowhere in particular for those of you listening at home. Correct. Because they're all in brown paper bags, so nobody knows. It's got, a, oh, it's got plastic on it. Yep. It has plastic, trying to unplastic the plastic without... So I'm, I'm literally covering the words on the top as I attempt to remove the plastic. Yeah. Yes, it's easy to open, which is why it's so difficult. <laughs> there we go. Plastic packaging, how hard could it be? Yeah, well, when you're attempting not to see what you're opening, pretty hard. Surprisingly difficult. Mm. Good sound. Cork with a satisfying pop. Mm. It's a real cork, too. Yes, not a synthetic one. I wonder if it's made from cork. Made in uh, in the Irish place called Irish City of Cork. Yes, so we have decided to use whiskey glasses for this blind taste tester of Irish whiskey. Yeah, the old-fashioned slash whiskey glass because it's the best general glass. No matter what the flavor profile, it tends to do pretty good. As you may recall if you listen to our whiskey glasses test. Mm. And given that we're not drinking scotch... It, the uh, the Glencan glasses didn't quite seem appropriate. Yeah, because they're they're designed to emphasise the best flavours of Scotch whisky. Hmm. But Scotch whisky doesn't taste an awful lot like Irish whisky, and in fact, the flavours you look for in an Irish whisky, you'd be shocked if you found them in a Scotch. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah, yeah. Just like you don't expect to find a smoky, peaty Irish whisky. No, 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 no. But it could be a little bit smoky, but it's more of a, a hint or a nod than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as we've said before, Irish whiskey is made with a different distillation method to Scotch whiskey. 
It's using the the old pot, copper pot still. Yes, that's right. One of them, the OG. One of them was first. There's a copper pot still. It's totally Irish. Irish was totally first. Well, I, I wasn't there. I'm not willing to say. <laughs> Who knows? Don't want to anger the Scots or the Irish. Well, by saying either one was the first. I uh, the two different whiskies as we are drinking them today. I think Irish was first. Because modern scotch is made in coffee stills. Mm, that's true. It's very different. Yes. No, I'm not saying which was, like, which originated first or which was started, which had started to be made first. Because that, yeah, that's a question we don't really know the answer to. But the the whiskies, as we are drinking them today, Irish whiskey is older. And on that note, let's see what the note is on this whiskey. Hmm. Ooh, that's smooth. Yeah, it smells sweet, but I was also thinking it smells a little aggressive. Mmm. Yeah, it smells like there's a lot of ethanol vaporization going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it smells sweet, a little bit like, kind of almost like caramel banana. Like multi, multi-caramelly with a hint of banana. Uh, yeah, if I really squint my nose, I can kind of smell that. Mmm. But definitely like those those sweet caramel malty notes. Yes. Mm. On that we can agree. So yeah. now taste. Yes. Let's. Cheers. Cheers. <coughs> yeah, that's got a bit of a kick to it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like it's initially very smooth and then it kind of kicks you in the back of the throat. Mm. And then that aftertaste of it is sort of like a almost a bitter sour taste. Yeah, very warming though. Yeah, it it kind of makes me kind of reminds me of the the after, sorry the aftertaste kind of reminds me of the the sour mash bourbon that or the sour mash uh, Kentucky bourbon that you get in the states. Oh yeah, that sort of like kind of sour. Bitter, metallic aftertaste or minerally aftertaste. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a smaller bit that time because I, I took a big first lot to really roll it around in my mouth and taste it. The, the smaller bit mm. was better, but only because there's less. Mm. Because I think that that aggression that I smelled on it yeah. is very present if you have a decent swig. Mm. But yeah, do you do you see what I mean with that? That it reminds me reminds you of that sour mash aftertaste. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, very. Uh, it's got definitely got a kick to it. This one. Yeah, I mean, it does have that sweetness. And that sort of carameliness to it, mm. but you only get to enjoy it for a brief moment before it's just overwhelmed by yeah that ethanol burn. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. the the cork is telling me that it's not cheap, but the flavor is telling. Well, it. Mm. 
no, I take it back. Um, I think that given the uh, kind of the the style of flavor and the and the kick and whatnot, my money's on this is the middle one. Yeah, considering what we know from past experience, yeah, in that the cheaper ones tend to focus on doing a few really simple flavors really well. Yeah. And the ones in the middle try and achieve those more complex flavors, which this one definitely has. It's just not particularly well balanced. Mm. Some are. Mm. Uh, some some uh, mid-level drinks we have have been pretty well balanced. But they haven't been as uh, intricate as the the top drop. Yeah, and of course that's not to say that some of the cheap ones don't just straight up kick you in the teeth and lack in any smoothness or subtlety at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the and I, I know I mention this often in blind taste testers, but the Hogs Three was just so smooth and the perfect example of doing a few things really well. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it was so well done; it threw us out. Like, mm. completely threw us out because um, it still had flavor. Yeah, and it was smooth. Yeah, like, It wasn't complex, but it was smooth. Now, this is complex, but it's not particularly smooth. Mm. Which which puts my money on the, um, the middle. But I haven't had Irish whiskey for a while, so perhaps it is... So, yeah, my, my answer is not... A hundred percent locked in. It's maybe about seventy percent locked in. Yeah, because we we have led ourselves down the primrose path before through mm. making judgments too early. So let's not do that this time. Let's mm. finish these off and get ready to move on to bottle the second. Yeah, I do like the smell of this one though. Yeah, it, sm- it smells nice. Um, uh, I just wish it didn't have that. Uh, quite as much kick. Mm. I I feel like it would go very well with a ginger beer. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, whiskey and dry. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't have any. That's something I might get next time I see it on sale. Some dry dry ginger ale. Mm, Because that that would take some of the bite off, Mm. but you'd still be able to experience the, the more pleasant notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think this would also go very well with some Coke, Coca-Cola, or yeah. uh, some kind. I think this would go very well with cola, like a, like Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Um, it's got that uh, malty sweetness that would probably go with Coke. Or, or cola, Pepsi. Or Pepsi, cola. If Pepsi's okay, yeah. Yeah. But yes, mm-hmm. it, it does. It does have a sweetness that would probably go with cola. Mm. I, I think you're you're right. That um, just really anything to mellow out that, that bite, bite, even yeah. like, even some soda water. Yeah, just just a splash. You could probably have this one nicely. This would actually this would go nicely over ice because the the ice and the melting ice would um, would take the edge off yeah it would uh, water it down a little and being slightly chilled mm. would mellow it out yeah so i guess if it were the middle of an irish winter and we were drinking this at room temperature perfect it'd be a different experience yeah yeah but it is a australian spring 
Actually, no, it's technically still winter, isn't it? Yes, yeah. though don't don't be fooled, dear listeners. That does not mean it's cold. <laughs> no, it was quite warm today. Cold this morning, actually. Didn't get to... Mm. It got to like 21 degrees. <laughs> yeah, cold, cold by our standards. Yeah. Uh, only because it was raining. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got just a little bit more to go and we'll be right back. And we are back. Time for bottle the second. Um, I suppose I'll do the honours this time. Yes, you should. Oh, it's sick. the tallest. Tallest, and yep, our friend has torn the, the top sticker off so we can't tell what it is. But it is still covered in that annoying plastic crap. And looks like it's also a cork, maybe. Uh, yes, it's also a cork. Maybe that's standard for Irish whiskies. Not entirely sure. Well, I suppose they did invent corks, didn't they? Did they? Well, isn't it named after the place that they came from? Or is it named after the tree that they come from? As, I, as far as I know, it's named after the tree. But there is a place called Cork. In Ireland, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is annoying. The yes. plastic doesn't want to... Now you off. know my pain. Wouldn't it be funny if she got the same bottle? Well, she got the, well they're, they're different heights, though. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And they're different coloured bottles, too. All right, where's my waiter's friend? Like, there is no, like, easy tear spot on this one. Because it's at the bottom. And I wasn't looking at the bottom. Right. Well, and, oh, God, I have to look away because I can see writing. Not that I'm particularly familiar with... That font? Well, no, I was going to say brands of Irish whiskey. Oh, let me tear it off so we can't accidentally... No, missed a bit. Okay, and we've got a clean neck. Oh, well, yes, completely clear. For those of you playing at home, the other one was green. Yes, the bottle was green. All right, here goes. There we go. It's a slightly less satisfying pop. I think it's a shorter cork. It is. It, it's a slightly different style cork, too. Like, I've noticed some corks kind of look like uh, chipboard, and some corks look like they've got big chunks that are stuck together as opposed to really tiny chunks. Yeah. So this one looks like it's got really tiny pieces that are glued together. So I wonder if that has anything to do with, like, breathability and whatnot. Perhaps. You've certainly piqued my curiosity. Well, this one definitely looks as much like a whiskey as the other one did. I reckon this one's slightly darker. Look, it, yeah, the the uh, amber color of the whiskey looks darker. Not much, but like it looks richer, I guess. Yeah, a little a little bit more golden, perhaps. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas the other one was a bit more towards the hay side of yellow. Yeah. Oh, it smells very different. Very different indeed. I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting the sensation that this one let me rephrase. I'm not getting the sense that this one wants more than anything to hurt me. Like when when I smell <laughs> this, it's that's not there at all. I don't know. It still smells like it's starting to sneer sneer. Sear. 
I got, I'll get that word eventually. It feels like it's starting to sear my nose hairs, but not uh, not quite as instantly as the other one. Mm. Well, I mean, it's it's still a whiskey. It's still an Irish whiskey. It still smells sweet. Mm. Still, it still smells malty. Yeah, so I don't think it smells as sweet. No, like that sweet smell was very forward. Mm. It smelled quite uh, caramelly that last one, but this one. Less so, more more towards the the malt vanilla malt side, I guess. Yeah. I suppose we just got to taste it now. Yes, let's. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> well, that didn't taste like. Much at all. That's really interesting because it seemed to like I didn't taste anything. Then I got the kick. Yep. Then I started developing flavors. Yeah, and it's got that uh, same sim- that very same aftertaste, that after mouthfeel, that soury, bittery taste of the sour mash. Yeah, though different, some different flavors to the. Mm. Yeah. And almost like a... Oh, I can't quite put my finger on it. I'm going to taste again. Mm. It it honestly doesn't have much flavor, but it still has the same kick. Not not as brutal as the yeah. bottle the first, but still, still a kick. No, it's smoother. But I feel like I, I just can't shake the thought of toasted banana. Out yeah. of out of my head, like that's the the extra flavor. That's the closest thing I can mm. match it to. Yeah, I don't really like this one. Like compared to the last one, it's kind of boring. Yeah, there's not an awful lot going on. Yeah, which is is very interesting. So, yeah, th- so. I think this has got definitely not as uh, expensive as the first one. That's my money. That's where I'm putting my money. Lower quality than the first. Mm. So I'm I'm now reminded of times we've thought that and it ended up being the most expensive one. Yeah. But we do think I'm going to reserve making my decision until we've tried all three. Okay. Yeah, fair. Because I'm not <clears throat> sure. Because this is definitely smoother. Not by much, though. And there is more complex... There's nothing happens before the burn, but there's more complexity in what happens afterwards. Yeah. Maybe that's what Irish whiskey is like. Because I suppose we're drinking this, comparing it to scotch and bourbon. And, um, like, Kentucky and Tennessee whiskeys. And... Yeah, and wheat whiskey and rye whiskey, which I've been yeah. drinking a bit of lately, and yeah, it, it's very different flavors. Yeah, very different mouthfeels and profiles as well. Yeah, De- if you weren't sure that they're different, l- take it from us; they are very different. <laughs> very different. Yes, they're, it's they're, not the simple case of whiskey is whiskey. No. Yeah, I mean, all whiskey is burning. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, whiskey is whiskey, yes, but <laughs> they do not all taste the same. No. No. Yeah, I don't know what 
I don't know what to think of this one. I don't really taste much. But we'll uh, take our time finishing these and drop in any more notes that we think of and then move on to Whiskey the Third. Whiskey the Final. We will. And we're back and ready for bottle the third. The finale? No, you're absolutely right. Third bottle of Irish whiskey. It is the shortest of the three. Left it to last this time. Yes. Although we sometimes we normally go tallest to shortest. Yeah. It's or shortest just, to tallest. Yes. Today I chose to begin with the one in the middle. Mm. The one in the middle. Because we have... Definitely different heights. It's yeah. hard to tell. The, the, there's a difference of less than an eighth, eighth of an inch. Mm. But, but we, we have, in past blind taste testers, noticed a correlation between bottle height and mm. price. Yeah. So, <laughs> even though we're trying not to judge a book by its cover, we're still judging a book by the size of its cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you look at something and it's a hardback, you're going to go, ooh. Yeah. Versus a thin, soft cover, you're like, yeah, that's probably a teen drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, maybe it's one of the cheaper copies of Lord of the Rings, but... How do you know? How do you know? My cheap copy of Lord of the Rings was about two inches thick. Yeah, well, that's a dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Still a soft cover, though. Mm. So there's no obvious label, which is nice, but there's also no obvious place to pick the bloody thing off. Oh, I found it. I found, found it. it. Do you need Do you need the waiter's friend? No, got it. You, you, you say that, but I'm yet to see it. Oh, there you go. You did get it. <laughs> I am the waiter's friend. Okay. <laughs> that, that's the secret. <laughs> Alright, now this one looks like it has a very impressive cork, so I'm going to move it into prime auditory position. Prime corking position? Oh, that was, that was a, disappointing. Wow, what a letdown. <laughs> Just. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Poor, okay. poor form. And it, it's a, it looks like it's a real cork too, but the, the shape of it, there yeah. was no. It looks like it should have a satisfying bob. It's wood. Like, the top of this cork is not plastic, oh. it's wood. So I expected a proper satisfying pop. pop. Yeah. Although wood, wood corks signify, we're trying, guys. Please please buy us. Yeah. But, so, like, remember, what guys, what I said about the, the cork being made up of lots of little pieces as opposed to lots of big pieces? This one is made up of lots of little pieces. And... That had a less satisfying sound than the big one, than the uh, other one. One down. Two down. Oh, you spilled some? Yeah. Just a couple of drops. Unbelievable. Well, this is lighter. Yeah. Lighter in colour. It, it's closer to the first one, isn't it? It's very uh, yellow, more yeah, more straw. Yeah, it's it's more of a straw golden color. Like it's still a golden color, but it's mm. yeah, more of a straw gold. Yeah, less less orange and more yellow. Yeah. Hmm. What does it smell like? 
Oh, very pleasant. That has no bite on the nose either. No, it, it's like the the nose is really subtle, subtle yeah. sweetness. Yeah, and a little bit, little bit fruity, just a just a hint, and a, l- a little bit caramelly. Now I'm getting the uh, the eth- that ethanol burn. Mm, when you really jam your nose in there, well, that and it's yeah. had a little bit of time to sit now as well. Yes, just sit swirl it around a bit, let, let it really do its thing. Yeah, it smells far different to the first two that we had. Um, aside from being sweety, a little sweet, a little caramelly, um, but very, very little burn, which I'm, I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm, I'm also excited. Well, there's only one thing we can do, Mickle. Let's taste. Let's taste. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. That's so different. Yeah, there's... So the the second one didn't really have the warming sensation of the first. No, it didn't. I just realized that. But this one does have the warming sensation, not as strongly, Mm. but it's there, but it doesn't have that kick. No. It's subtlety all the way. It it does have a burn that builds up, though. Yes. The, the burn it is there, but it, it doesn't uh, punch you. It's more like a hand is placed on you, then it's a good shove. Yeah, whereas the, the first one, I mean, there was no subtlety about it. It's it's a big, angry person running up to you and belting you with a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, huh. that's Possibly an over-exaggeration, but compared to this... Yeah. Yeah. It smells very similar to its taste. So you still got all those sweet notes, the caramel notes, um, the malty, mm. malty flavours. But no particularly strong flavours. No. Like the, the heat has some strength to it, that... Sourness in the aftertaste is still there. Yeah. Not as uh, potent as the first one we tried, though. Yeah, but there's a lot of very subtle complexity to it. Hmm. Like, all of the initial flavors are really subtle. It's not nothing, like with the second one. Yeah. It's just not strong, like with the first one. Or is it that this is the cheap one and we're just drunk? I hope not. <laughs> I said, if it is, we may have discovered the Irish Hogs 3. The Irish Hogs 3. That'd be good. Mm. I'd be very happy with this if this was a $40 bottle. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But but my my money's on this is this is the pricey one. It seems likely. Well, it, uh, forgetting about price for a second, this one tastes the best. This one... Um, has all of the flavors that the other two have, but without the the bite and the boldness of them. Yeah, and yeah. I sort of expected that when I saw the height and shape of the bottle, which is often a giveaway. And yeah, it's in a brown paper bag, but we had to tuck it into the neck to be able to open it and pour mm. it. 
And, Indeed. you know, it's short, it's rounded, and that's usually something that you see on the, well, either the very, very high end or the very, very low end. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Hogs 3 is a short, rounded bottle. Yeah. And that's a that's got a cork in it too, I think. Yeah, yeah. it does. A real one. Mm. With a wooden cap, wooden top. Is it? I think so. The bottle's premium. They, hmm, there you go. There you go. So, uh, shall we do the big reveal? I suppose we should. So let's... I think it's time. Do we want to go in reverse order or in no particular order? Just to throw everyone off. (laughs) Let's go for the first one we tried first. Okay. So bottle number one was... Dun, dun, dun. The proper 12 Irish whiskey, triple distilled. Right, and it says on the back here, paying tribute to where it all began for me, Dublin 12. Our master distiller and I set out with one goal in mind, to craft a proper Irish whiskey that is true to Ireland. We are honoured to share this smooth and balanced spirit. A fine blend of golden grain and full-flavoured malted barley, triple distilled and aged a minimum of three years in bourbon barrels, That'd, where the, that'd be where that sourness comes from. Mm. Proper number 12 offers hints of vanilla, honey-like sweetness, and toasted wood. Yep. A proper salute to all. Mm. Distilled, aged, and bottled in Ireland. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. So the, the label is uh, nicely designed. There's... Uh, White text on a black background with some gold-coloured uh, notes on it, like a signature in some of the headings. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like a, a mid-priced drink. It does. So would you like to do the reveal of the one in the middle? Yep. That's the one with the clear bottle. Oh. Jamison Black Barrel. Triple distilled Irish whiskey. So ja- Jamison's a b- does a bit of uh, everything. Yeah. Uh, a tribute to the legacy of charring barrels before filling them. Our Coopers called it bringing the wood back to life. Black Barrel features charred and double charred bourbon barrels that deliver unique spiciness, vanilla sweetness, and nutty notes. I did say vanilla, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And again, bourbon barrels, so that explains the uh, sourness. Mm. How interesting. Huh. And this is the one that I thought was the cheapest. So that's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. So I'm half thinking that maybe we were wrong. And I have recorked the third bottle. Just in case. Just in case. To safely remove the bag and see that it is the Pogues Triple Distilled Irish Whiskey. The official whiskey of the legendary band. The Oh. Okay, I never heard of them, but that's that's all right. Um a collaboration with the legendary bag ah, bag. A collaboration with the legendary <laughs> band The Pogues led to the creation of this unique Irish whiskey, exceptionally smooth with a rich, nutty sweetness 
This triple distilled blended Irish whiskey is very versatile and easy to drink on its own or when mixed. Enjoy however you choose as we have no rules. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. So I've still got no idea which is which, to be honest. Yeah, no, even after seeing the, the bottles in full and the labels in full. So let's have the big reveal. Yeah. Well, uh, having seen the labels and the bottles now, Mickle, do you want to make a judgment before we reveal, do well, the final reveal? I feel like price-wise, because it's a specialty whiskey made with a band, the Pogues is probably the most expensive. Yeah. And flavor-wise, I definitely think that is the nicest one we've had so far. Yes, without a doubt. Mm. But I feel like the Jameson is probably more expensive than the proper 12. Like, niceness-wise, I liked the proper 12 more, mm, but I feel too. like the Jameson is probably more expensive. Yeah. Let's find out. And the winner is... I can open this crunched-up thing. So... <laughs> How wrong were we? Oh, my goodness. So... Uh... Let's start with the proper Irish 12. That was our mid-priced one. The uh, the Pogues Irish Whiskey. That was our cheap one. Oh, good. And the Jamison Black Barrel Irish Whiskey came in at a whole 75 buckaroonies. So I was right that the Jamison was more expensive than the proper 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take being right on that. And my whole reason for thinking that the other one would be more expensive was because it was a collaboration with a band. Yeah. But that's that's the cheapest one. Mm. And honestly, it was it was the nicest. So it's it's another Hogs 3. It didn't have the same flavors. It didn't quite have the same flavors as the other two. Like the and the the uh mouthfeel was different from the tip of the tongue to the the burn that appeared. Yeah, it's it's simple and it's smooth, and that's kind of what I'm talking about with it being like the Hogs Three, simple, yeah. smooth. Yeah, what it does, it does well. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, because the, the the Jameson, well, I mean, the proper twelve did kind of kick us in the teeth. Yeah, but the uh, the Jamisons was like um. There was no flavor there. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, it was definitely easier to drink than the proper 12. Yeah, for sure. But still had uh, the same flavors. There was no mention of uh, barrels on here? No, no mention of barrels. No. Interesting. Because they're they're not the first ones I've heard about uh, doing a collaboration with a, a band. No, well, I mean, obviously, everyone's heard of Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and the uh, was it Ron? Not Ron Jeremy. Um, I know Ron Jeremy did a rum. Yeah, yep. I swear, like you two have done a, a whiskey collaboration at some point. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, they're Irish. Yeah, and look, look at Bono. That that man drinks whiskey. That man's wild. Yeah, like, you just don't know what to expect from him. <laughs> He's everywhere. 
He's everywhere, man. So, yeah, we got that very wrong. But I'm kind of glad that the Pogues came in at being a diamond in the rough. Because mm. this is all about what taste do we think is best and are the prices fitting the taste. And then, you know, what you like mm. will probably differ from what we like because this is Irish whiskey and our preference is largely for scotch. Yeah. And before we get too far away from comparing them, I just I think the Pogues is closer to a Scotch or a bourbon than a Irish. Because it was, like I said, it was a different uh, mouthfeel, different flavor profiles. Yeah, and it, it's similar. A, similar. Yeah, but it's a whiskey and it's made in Ireland, so it is technically an Irish whiskey. Yeah. Undoubtedly made using the same process, the same rules mm. have been followed. Yeah. To allow it to mark itself as an Irish whiskey, does it call it? It does call itself an Irish whiskey. Yeah, it is triple distilled like the other two. Yeah, but which means it ticks all the boxes. Yeah, and I am now curious about who the Pogues are. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So if you are from the Pogues, shoot us a message. We like your whiskey. Yes, and we would. Uh, I guess love to have you tell us which songs are good to listen to. Yeah. Well, we actually we honestly love to just chat chat with you and tell us why you decided to make a whiskey. That's kind of, that's sounds interesting to me. Yeah, what what leads a band to say, you know what? Music is good, mm. but music in your mouth. Music is life. Mm. Um I haven't got anything else. Yeah, no, that's that's it. A, a revelatory ending, to be sure. Yeah. We we haven't got it quite that wrong before, though. That was, that well, was pretty I wrong. Mean, you, you say that, but on our last... Oh, the uh, uh, decanter one. Yeah, yeah on, we got that. Yeah, All we kinds were of wrong. so <laughs> dismally wrong with the decanter aerator... Yeah. Test. Yeah. Um, I think we were pretty wrong with our uh, first Irish, uh, first whiskey blinded too. Yeah, well, because the Hogs 3 threw us right off. Yeah. And this is the Hogs 3 of Irish whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if you liked what you heard, everyone, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app including Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also find us on the social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, as a Good Drop Podcast. Hmm. And if, if you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes, jump on our website, agooddrop.com.au. And if you've got any comments, questions, uh, suggestions for future episodes... Or if you have a favourite Irish whiskey you want us to know about, send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com. Yep, so be sure to tune in next time when we revisit something we've not touched on in over a hundred episodes and do beginner tequila. hundred episodes? Was it really that long ago? It really was. It has been a while since we've talked about tequila, but we never talked about how to get into tequila and what tequilas to start with. Yeah. And that's what you can look forward to next time. And, you know, what you'll expect the first time you have it. 
Lots and lots of burn is all I've got to well, say. Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> that is true. Until then, cheers. Cheers. cheers.